0: Welcome to the Magnificent Obsession Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Coming your way on each episode, you'll be encouraged in your faith as you listen to testimonials, teaching, and interviews. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and why don't you like Magnificent Obsession Podcast Facebook page. And now your host, Danny Miller. With you once again, Danny Miller here, and uh, thank you for your time. Just want to share a few things that are on my heart. I want to kick off with actually about three Bible verses, three scriptures. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7, cast in all your care upon him, for he cares for you. 1 Peter 5 verse 7, cast in all your care upon him for he cares for you. And then Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 11 and 12, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. And verse 12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. And finally, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35 says this, therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward. I wanna spend a few moments just sharing about a couple of things here. One thing to throw away and, and another thing that we should keep. I share this and I know it may sound really basic and obvious, but it's amazing how many Christians, how many believers will do the opposite. They will do the opposite to what the Bible clearly mentions we gotta do, but yet we gonna do the opposite. Let me let me explain this. I mean, firstly, salvation. I wanna share this because salvation is the pinnacle to your faith in christ you can you can go to church you can pray you can do good you can give to charity you can sing in a choir but none of that guarantees you heaven there's only one condition because fortunately i'm there is only one i mean because calvary did the rest jesus died on the cross so all the other conditions he paid for but there's still one that we need to do being born again john 3 talks about this being born again it is a free gift because of his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross he paid the price for your sin for my sin it's a precious gift but like with any gift if it's given to you you need to receive it you need to accept it that's being born again receiving the free gift of Christ the free gift of God which is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord so that salvation story, that, that account of salvation, I actually did when I was uh, 13 years old, actually just turned 14. A couple of days into my, after my 14th birthday, I asked Jesus into my life. So it's been a few years. <laughs> However, even though that was a, a defining moment, spiritually born again, my name written in the Lamb's book of life. All those things happen instantaneously. It's incredible. But even since then, and I'm sure you can testify as well, there has been a number of defining moments in our lives. There's been a number of defining moments. But let's keep to the scripture, because in scripture, we read about many people who, who love God. Okay, so we can define them as they are believers. They walk with God. But even in that, they have had a number of defining moments in their lives. And the Bible draws that out. Some of these events are very clear and can speak and teach us a lot of things. They often can be defining moments where they launch us into a new season, launch us into a new area of ministry, launch us into a deeper calling, launch us into or bring us and lead us into a deeper walk with our Saviour. There's many in the Bible. Jonah had a defining moment. I mean, when you spend three nights and three days in the, in the belly of a whale or a big fish, that's going to define you, isn't it? It's going to have an impact on your life. <laughs> Joshua. Now, we know about Jericho, but before that, meeting the captain of the army of the Lord. What a powerful encounter. It was out of that encounter there was victory. There was organization, he was leading, he was, there was responsibility, there was a lot of that. But the meeting he had early in the book of Joshua about the meeting the captain of the army of the Lord, that was a powerful defining moment for Joshua. Moses, well, there were a lot of moments, a lot of events that took place in his life. But for me, that stands out. That's a defining moment for the life of Moses was the burning bush. It was burning, but it wasn't being consumed. Well, that got his attention, but it was a defining moment for Moses and the burning bush. Jacob in his wrestle with God. That was a defining moment. David had been anointed, but his defining moment, as far as I can see, is that it came facing the giant Goliath. He didn't turn up to face fight Goliath. He turned up being obedient to his father, Jesse, delivering sandwiches, cheese sandwiches <laughs> to his family, to his brothers and, and also to the captain of the army there. And it was while he was being faithful and serving in that role that he heard those words in the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Because of that, it was a defining moment. They all knew God, but their perspective all changed because of these defining encounters. Peter on the seashore. What a defining moment that was. I mean, just that encounter with Jesus. He had an encounter with Jesus before. In fact, in the very same place, the Sea of Galilee, Peter was seen by Jesus. Come and follow me. That took place on the seashore. But yet three years later, there was a defining moment on that very same seashore at the Sea of Galilee. It was Jesus again meeting with Peter. But this time there was a maturity, this time there was a soft heart, this time there was a brokenness, this time it was out of repentance, this time there was now a humility. You know, that I could go on and we're not gonna be sharing about that on this occasion, but John chapter 21, full of reconciliation, full of love, very precious chapter. I'm gonna move on because what I'm sharing here, I'm using examples of people's defining moments in scripture. The key of what comes out of all of these people is confidence. Yes, you may be surprised, but this is it, confidence. Uh, But let me be clear, it's not a confidence in self, but a confidence in God, a confidence in his word. And this is why earlier on in the beginning here, I shared about three scriptures. Those three scriptures, as believers, we can often get this upside down. What we can do, you see, we can cast what we should keep and keep what we should cast, the word to cast. It means to discard, to throw away, to be rid of. And there can certainly be areas in our lives, even maybe going back years, that we hold on to, but we need to discard. And yet we hold on to. But the thing is, we often then throw away the things that we need to hold on to, like confidence. So we often throw away confidence and keep what we should cast away. Why do we do that? Maybe it's out of fear. Maybe it's identity. David knew he was loved. And I, I don't know about you, we've met, I'm sure, many believers over the years who have that insecurity holding on to uh, titles or position in church because that's their their identity is built on that. They're defined by position in the church, not position in Christ. And so it may not be noticeable until change happens and there's maybe a repositioning. Maybe the pastor needs to reposition things because obviously the Lord gives him a vision and according to scripture that that's right he then explains and shares this and maybe he repositions people we know the analogy of people on the bus it's going in the same direction there is a purpose there's a destination there's a vision but yet on the bus people may change their seats however are you ever surprised by the people that hold on to their seats i'm not letting go i've been doing this for years this is what i do and, and it's like we're not training anyone up, but we're not looking behind us. And I'm always trying to do that. I've always looked behind me. I've always been one who to I love having people where we can train and inspire and encourage pass things on. After all, we're only stewards of this. So our confidence must be in Christ in us. And then out of that, it doesn't matter if things change around us, if titles change, if positions change, if our role changes, if God leads us into a new chapter in our lives. That's the beauty of life, by the way. That's It's exciting. You never really know what's around the corner. And people can say that in a negative fashion. Actually, I think it's really exciting. I've had titles in the past. I've pastored a number of churches uh, and, and they've grown. They've multiplied I've been the trainer of pastors. I've taught and trained. You know, you have all those kind of titles and they can come and they can go. They can be for a long season and maybe other times they're not. And I can end up going into a church and people know who I am and or rather I may be preaching. I may go into another place and no one has a clue. But does that change you? It shouldn't do. Our confidence need be in Christ and in him crucified so like you we may have met many christians over the years who have that insecurity i remember preaching in a church uh, sharing in this wonderful church lovely people very precious the thing is it was interesting to, for me to observe that the the pastor who was there and he'd been the pastor for many 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 years he did most things in in orchestrating leading the meeting it doing the notices doing the offering now i was preaching that day However, he was about 83, 84 years old and there's just something that came, I was just looking and observing, you know, maybe doing a bit of an AMI, you observe the walls around you, don't you, when you go into a place. Um, maybe years ago you'd jump in and be the first to talk, first to speak, but I don't know. I don't really do that anymore. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just getting old. But I, when you go into a place now, a church ministry, meet people in a group, in a you hold uh, whatever it is. But I'm often just observe the the atmosphere, the culture, who's monopolizing, who's not, who's got you know. See what gift in it. it's it's good. It's just good to see what what's within. Maybe there's a the gift of the spirit of discernment. But it's always good to know what what's around you. And it was interesting for me. and other, In a way, rather sad that this pastor, bless him, bad, ate, oh, a wonderful man, but he held on. He was holding on. And there were some young couples in in leadership in his team. And I'm thinking, oh, man, just give them room. Make room for them to grow and flourish precious people. Otherwise, they'll move on to where they would be wanted and used. But anyway, uh, maybe there's more that I could share about that. But whatever the call in. Whatever it is, whatever you're called to do, whatever you find yourself in, it may not be forever. It may just be, and often it was in scripture, so it could well be for you and I, a season. So let's do well. Let's, let's be excellent in what we do. Let's give it all we've got and just let God lead and guide us and let our confidence be in him. So hold on to confidence. But what do we cast away? What What do we throw away? Because I mean, there's There is a fear of what people think of you, isn't there? Or people think of me. But actually, it it should matter what God thinks of you and I. We should cast away fears and failures and disappointments. Let's not allow them to define you. Have they gone on in your life? Yes. Have they gone in in my life? Yes. (laughs) But they don't need to define you. Don't put confidence in your own ability. Let's put it in God's ability working through you. So they're the things that we should do and also let go of things that rob you and fix your eyes back on the one who loves you. So there are defining moments. There will be defining moments. They will continue in your life, in my life. I want to remind you on this talk today, what is to cast away and what is to keep? Many people around you may do the opposite. They throw away the confidence when really they should be keeping it. But what they're keeping hold of sometimes is fear, anxiety, concerns. Though it may be human nature, we don't need those to define us. Let me conclude with this. It rained fire. It was totally dark. The pitch blackness lasted for three terrifying days. The sky was literally unleashing stones and small boulders. Panicked residents got trapped in lava and hot ash or they fled to the sea but only then to find their escape thwarted by tidal waves. This was Pompeii. 46 years after the death of Christ and it was a classic disaster. Every bit as spectacular as the more famous destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. It had been preceded by tremors and quakes and uh, chasms in the earth until that day came when the volcano erupted. So completely annihilating this once thriving city that its very existence was forgotten about for centuries afterwards. During the excavation work, there was a body discovered that had been embalmed by the ashes of that volcano. The body was that of a woman with her feet turned toward the city gate But her face turned backward towards something that lay just beyond her outstretched hands. Archaeologists discovered that the woman was reaching for a bag of pearls, discovered also at the site. Maybe she had dropped them as she was fleeing for her life, or or maybe she found them when they had been dropped by, by another person. All the same, she knew that death was hard at her heels. Life was calling out to her beyond the city gates, and yet she could not resist the lure of those pearls. Let's get our eyes back in line, shall we? Let's realign what is important, the purpose of God. Philippians 3 verse 12 to 14. Not that I have already attained or am perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now that is what we must hold on to. God bless. This has been the Magnificent Obsession podcast with your host, Danny Miller. Thank you for listening.